Are you offering your clients the experience they really want? Or are you offering them what you think they want? Join hosts Laura Gregg and David Partain from FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds as they talk with a variety of industry experts and advisors just like you about their latest industry research to help you develop the flexible mindset you need to rise above the crowd. Hello, and welcome to the Flexible Advisor Podcast. I am Laura Gregg, and I'm joined with my co-host, David Partain. How are you, David? Hello, Laura. I am well, and I am very much looking forward to our discussion today. I am as well. I think, at least, we've got a wonderful show planned, and it's going to veer off our usual conversation track a little bit, but I believe the topics that we're going to be covering today are extremely important, and I I know that many of our advisor listeners are going to be excited about this. We've talked a lot about women on this podcast, about their preferences in choosing an advisor, about their wealth management experience, especially those high net worth primary breadwinner women, and how they can better navigate when they become, if they become, suddenly single. And as our regular listeners are aware, you know, on the Flexible Advisor, we really seek to find guests that will provide unique insights and actionable ideas for advisors that are looking for ideas to help them fine-tune or grow their businesses while deepening their client relationships. And today we're going to talk about a phenomenal, in my opinion, nonprofit that is working to empower women through giving them financial knowledge and offering free financial education for every woman, no matter who she is, no matter what income level she's at. Savvy Ladies provides workshops and one-on-one counseling at no cost to women on a broad range of topics, including budgeting, investing, caregiving, debt management, finances, and divorce, widowhood, and retirement, and many more topics. Our guest today is Judy Herbst, the Executive Director of Savvy Ladies, and she will share with us the professional journey that she's taken, which brought her ultimately uh, to Savvy Ladies. She will also share with us the story of Stacy Francis, who founded Savvy Ladies back in 2003, and how the non-for-profit has grown, how it serves women, and how financial accounting and legal professionals are volunteering their time to help women grow in their financial literacy. Wow, this sounds really great. And Judy, we are delighted to have you join us today. Welcome to the Flexible Advisor Podcast. Well, thank you. It is really an honor to be here today. All right. So Laura tells me that you have had quite a marketing career and have led efforts at some iconic organizations. And it is always great to have a marketer on the show. So thank you. So let's kick it off. Tell us a little bit about your career in retail and how is it that you are now directing operations of a not-for-profit focused on financial literacy? I know it is a winding path, but it is actually such an amazing one. And I have been since um, the beginning in retail marketing, always focusing on women's marketing in that audience, focusing on the mom, the girl, the family. And that Mm -hmm. goes back to my career with Tiffany and Company when I was there launching their fragrances for 13 years. Really fantastic as the purchaser is a woman 
And it's identifying brand marketing and strategies to elevate a brand, tell a story. And that's what it's all about. So my career has really taken me all these steps, sort of this marketing path and map that landed me at Savvy Ladies. So during those years of formative marketing and doing brand strategy, uh, I also had the opportunity of working at American Girl. So 13 years at Tiffany then landed me at American Girl as they opened their second store on Fifth Avenue at the time across from Saks Fifth Avenue. And that was truly an amazing opportunity to forge partnerships, build an entertainment business that was focused on women and their girls because you could not market to the girls, but the product was for the girl. So how do you speak to the mom? How do you educate? and bring the fun. And I always loved that the founder of American Girl and one of the main writers would say it was the chocolate cake with vitamins. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. So that's stuck in my head. And I think that's exactly the philosophy I've taken as my career has advanced, moving from there after eight years into a small startup, which really put me into the digital space to understand the importance of digital marketing, web marketing, SEO, and content, and blogging, and building a community online that was really, truly exceptional to grow a business. And that's where, um, working with Worthy, I connected with Savvy Ladies. And that was my first introduction to Savvy Ladies because I needed Savvy Ladies as a business. So thinking with that marketing head, as you are a marketer, you need to connect yourself with real authentic people to tell your story about that brand. And coming as a new startup, you needed to be authentic and real. And we were building a community around single women who were going through divorce to resell their jewelry. And the story that really stuck was to use the ring as a financial asset, which it is, and use it to launch so the woman could launch her next act. Use that money, sell the ring, invest in yourself. So to make that story work was to talk to all the financial advisors and then to do programming and events and give it back into a community that really supported the need, which was Savvy Ladies. So I started volunteering at Savvy Ladies from a business perspective. You know, I was offering my pro bono there from a marketing perspective for them to grow their outreach and brand awareness. And over the last year and a half through COVID, having, you know, been furloughed and then moved forward, um, Stacy Francis reached out to me and said, Judy, we really need a marketer now. And we really could use your expertise and we're beginning an executive search. Would you consider it? And my answer was, wow. So excited because I love the organization I had been working for them. The power of their network is truly amazing. Their mission is fantastic. And it's women helping women. It's just people helping people because the organization has many men involved as well. So they're the male allies that believe in the mission of financial education. And I saw it firsthand working at Worthy, building a community, doing PR and marketing, how important knowing the finances are for any woman, especially a divorced woman who was that core audience that we had, they were blindsided. So, you know, part of marketing is doing surveys, doing your, doing focus groups, 
So I was meeting the real woman. I was working with the financial advisor. So the community I was building is really the same community I'm working with here now at Savvy Ladies. And I love building community. I love networking. I love building professional networks and helping people. And since I've been at Savvy Ladies since March of this year, we are building programming that is really relevant, really authentic and true to what the callers and clients that are coming in and asking the questions on that financial advice and guidance that they need. So some of the big questions most recently have been around health, health and my money, health and wealth. Women we know are living longer, the study shows. Women are living into their 90s, that longevity. They're not planning for beyond the next day, even if, do they have an emergency fund? How are they using that money? So we hosted just last week a panel discussion and opened up the conversation around her health and money. We had over 350 women register for the program, come online. And what was great is it was a conversation. It was a dialogue. People asked the questions. We had Sharon Iberson from CNBC give an introduction. We had colleagues from our world. I also partnered with Healthy Women. So we had colleagues and professionals that were nurses that went through a divorce, went through their own financial planning, sort of mapping in their head and sharing their own personal stories is so powerful. So the evening, we could have gone on and on, but we ended it after 90 minutes as we had promised, but it was a really exciting event. So the idea that we're bringing this to life with the real professionals and real people going through this to share their stories is really powerful. And that's what Savvy Ladies is all about. It's about empowering women through financial knowledge. And we do have those resources. We have the article, so building that blog, building that community, building partnerships and collaborations is so within the network of what I've been doing my whole career in marketing is building partnerships. And that's what we're doing. So for anyone to say you have to be in a nonprofit space to be a nonprofit executive director, I think we're seeing all the lines blur right now in the new this new day and age. And it's really experience, it's passion that takes you to the next level in your job search. So Judy, you know, your career is just so inspiring. And, you know, while we just met actually a couple weeks ago, but I have to tell you, I have been in awe of you for many, many years. I am the mother of two daughters. (laughs) (laughs) You know where this is going, right? And my, my husband is in sales and marketing. And every time we'd go to Michigan Avenue and take the girls into the American Girl store and walk around, whether the dolls were getting their hair done or we were going for tea, we would look each o- at each other and shake our heads and say, marketing genius. And then we'd throw our credit card down. So, <laughs> <laughs> And the genius of it is its education. And I think that's what's so important. And that's what's so makes sense with the thread of my career and my learnings into Savvy Ladies is the heart and soul of everything is education. And that's what American Girl was all about. It was about teaching girls about history, about American history, about different um, cultures. And that's what mothers bought into. And it was playful though. Again, it was that chocolate cake with the vitamins because it became a game. 
And Abs- absolutely. It was it relevant. Was yeah, it was wholesome. relevant. Wholesome. Yes. That's exactly that- why it worked. Well, thank you, because we enjoyed many hours uh, of play at home and, and, and always enjoyed those trips into the store. Yeah, I have fond, fond memories. I, you know, it was, it's an amazing place to work still, and I stay in touch with many of the people that are still there. It is, you know, a shout out to my, my friends there. It is a wonderful place. We always said it was the dream team and um, a lot of fun. So it's idea of having fun. And I think that comes from the top down. And we were there where with some amazing people just doing some great um, partnerships and programs. And I connected there with Madison Square Garden, Radio City, we did, we did Broadway shows. So we would bring the girls to the cafe and then head over to a Broadway show. And it made so much sense. And it was, we did date with dads and memories with mom. So the idea of what is, what is the right programming to entice those new audiences? What is that programming at Savvy Ladies to bring in those male allies to continue the support because you do need the male allies to continue with financial education? Many of our um, planners, certified financial planners and advisors that help on the helpline are male, which is really terrific. And we have advisors from across the country that are helping us and devoting, giving us their pro bono time anywhere from a couple hours to five to six per month. So Judy, my daughter owns eight of these American doll. Oh, good for you. Yes. And she's now <laughs> older than, than when she played with them, but they were, they are now stored in my basement for someday her daughter. And good. I just went actually right before we started our <laughs> recording, I went down to the basement to see just how many and I counted and they're from all different nationalities and eras within within American history, and it's uh, it's really cool. So thank you for recounting that that yeah. era, that part of your career. It's really awesome. So, moving back, can you tell us about the history of Savvy Ladies and how it has grown in its overriding mission? So Stacy Francis is really amazing person. She started Savvy Ladies from a personal reasoning. And she'll, I know, will share that story with you because she'll be a guest, I think, um, on an com- upcoming episode. Yes, she but will. Stacey Francis is a wealth manager and she has her own personal story that she'll share. But it comes from the heart that she saw her grandmother suffer from lack of financial education and be, and she was stuck in a marriage and ne- didn't have a way out. And Stacy did not want to see that anyone else suffer in that, such, in that sort of way. So she said, when I get my certification, when I start my business, I am going to start a nonprofit so we can educate women about finances, no matter who they are. You know, she, her, her grandmother was married and they had the finances, but she personally didn't know how to manage them. And she hadn't been given the opportunity to. It was hidden from her. And I think that's what we see even today, that so many of the finances um, in there could be financial abuse. When um, women are going through a divorce, they can be blindsided by the financial equations that they're held up to or what they have to understand to move forward. It's not just alimony. And is alimony right? Do they keep the home? Do they not keep the home? You know, there's a lot of emotion involved and finances is sometimes they don't dive into what that plan is. And even uncovering what those finances were or could be or where the debt is, what's in my name, what's in his name, what's his mine and ours, so to speak. So 
we see about over a third of the women that come to the helpline are going through or contemplating divorce. And so we have many, many questions that come to the helpline that are centered around divorce and money. And so we're here to answer those. So the helpline is an organization and a system that Stacy set up so that any woman could feel safe and secure to call the helpline, submit um, a form and their question online so that we could answer their questions. So she created um, with her network financial advisors who would donate their time to answer these questions. So over time, um, fast forward to where we are today, we have over 100 volunteers that are volunteering um, their time on the helpline. And we are seeing the numbers right now from COVID and into this year, currently hitting over 50 women a month that we're helping. And I see with our outreach and some of our new partnerships with Like Dress for Success, Pace Center for Justice and some of the other nonprofits that offer assistance to women, but not in the financial area. They're sending their referrals to us. We're going to hit over 100 women a month. That's really the goal by the end of this year. And I see those numbers happening very, very rapidly. So it is exciting. I'm on here to scale the business and to scale. When I say scale the business, it's scaling the services that we offer so we can assist more women. So you're based in New York, but I, I, I guess I want to clarify, I'm assuming that anybody from across the, the country can call in and get advice through the helpline. Is that true? That's absolutely correct. So we are virtual. We were virtual before COVID. While they did have an office, we have now um, given up the office and we are acting virtual and remote. The team is remote and the volunteers can be anywhere from across the country which is really fantastic. So we are able to service women at the hours that they are able to speak to us. And many times it's over a lunch hour, it's in an evening, it's in the morning. So we do have volunteers in you know, California and throughout the country actually. And many of the volunteers are also retired, but have kept up their credentials and kept up their certifications so they can continue to help on the helpline for that reason. That's fantastic. And we were talking about earlier, as you told us, your wonderful story of your your career about the marquee brands that you helped to build. You know, both Tiffany and American Girls are, are leaders, as you talked about specifically with American Girl, uh, in providing a, a unique and exceptional client experience. And that's really what stands out. With that in mind, I'm wondering how you think of building the client experience for the Savvy Ladies organizations. Um, both for the women who use the service, but also for the financial professionals that support it through their time and expertise? No, that's such a great question. And I have to say to you, it's all about technology, which I think is so important for nonprofits to really speak out how important technology is to their business model and the nonprofit model. I know in the nonprofit world now that um, in and going to a number of meetings, technology is top of the list. And Savvy Ladies actually has just put a new committee together that is a technology committee so we can address the needs across all of our outreach, the importance of technology. The customer experience, you've nailed it. It does have to be seamless. It has to be empathetic and it has to be accessible. And from a client standpoint, we want to be there and let people know that we have this service to offer them. I some I have said to Stacy, we're the best kept secret, but we need to tell more people, which is exactly what we're doing. So 
The clients are finding us on social media. Many, many of our clients are on Facebook, Instagram, even LinkedIn, as they are going through job transitions. You know, these are in some cases, professional women, in many cases, professional women seeking out financial guidance because they just don't know it. They never had it before. We're a platform that we don't judge and you don't need to be ashamed to come to us. So many, many women appreciate the opportunity to just submit an online submission form that we ask. So the majority of the women coming to us are coming and finding us online. So it is upping and being there from an online perspective in search, in SEO, but offering content and great resources for them to use to learn. So we have budget worksheets, we have great webinars for them to look at so they can self-educate on their own we also do live webinars once a week. And as I said, we hosted a really robust panel discussion on health and money. So we're really hitting on those topics that you mentioned at the top of the program. Investing is really important. So as women are going through, say, a divorce and they're uncovering, they need to now, many go back to work. They need to learn how to invest and not be afraid of investing so they can build their retirement. Many of the clients coming to us are between 30 and 45. So that's another 40 plus years of their life they have. They're only, they're not done yet. So there's lots of time. One of the biggest questions we get is, can I still invest? I'm 50 years old. And the answer is yes, absolutely. You can invest. This is how you have to do it and how you can do it. If your, your company's not doing it, this is how you can do it on your own if you don't have that opportunity to do it through a company's 401k. So we have those questions answered. We talk about it from webinars, from articles, and then the one-on-one -on -one financial guidance and advice that we give when we match the caller with a financial based on their expertise and the question that is needed. So I want to say to answer your question about the customer experience, it's technology that is really, really important. It's navigating that user experience through the platforms that they are on, being where they being where the clients are is where Savvy Ladies needs to be to tell our story and offer our services. So unfortunately, I have a, an extended member of our family who did go through a messy, I'll call it financial divorce as well as an actual divorce. And it, it was indeed, she really needed help and guidance at the time. And so uh, while I this was a couple of years ago, and I wasn't aware of the organization. I was, I'm listening to you speak, and I so wish I had known about this resource for her. And I actually am going to tell her she needs the call just even now as she's beginning to start her life over. So, No, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's exactly it is. So many people don't know. And part of our mission is to spread the news, spread the word, build the awareness, build that brand awareness, which is, you know, marketing 101 mm -hmm. of how do you build that brand awareness? It is with collaborations. It's with partnerships. It's right now through social media where people go, you need to be mobile friendly, ask those questions. We need to produce the content that people are asking for. So one of the things I've just done is I launched, relaunched the website onto WordPress. So getting very technical and operational on you, on you, that's exactly where you need to go if you want to be. I call it operational excellence, and we really need to deliver. And we spoke about it when um, at American Girl. Mattel was all about operational excellence, 
and mm -hmm. Savvy Ladies is building operational excellence. We have a brand new platform. The website is much quicker. It tells our story much easier. And we're looking to upgrade our navigation. So you see financial literacy, all the topics we cover much easier. And now I'm building learning paths. So um, to take someone through, if they want to learn about budgeting, where they should go, what they should ask, because many oh, times cool. they don't know what to ask. But we have, we can offer prompts to say, are you ready for this level? Are you ready mm -hmm. for this? That's cool. So thinking about your clientele, what do they look like demographically and by age? And are you seeing any trends based on the need, the needs that they are exhibiting based on their demographics or, or age? What does that look like? So we definitely, the demographics we have on the helpline are self-reported. So we do ask on the intake form for them to share sure. with us. So we're seeing on the helpline that the women are coming. And again, it's all women are available to, you know, it's open to all women to come in. We're seeing anywhere, you know, low, middle income women coming to the helpline. Around 16 to 18% are self-identifying as Black or African-American. Another 14% is Asian. And I want to say that's an increase over prior years where it's mm. been 6 to 8%. And we're seeing questions around investing. So going beyond just budgeting, there's more and more questions coming on the helpline of how can I invest? And again, we're seeing that older client coming in who is upper 40s, early 50s, saying, how can I invest mostly without a 401k because their companies are not offering 401k. So they're thinking they can't even invest at all. How can I do it? So, and how much do you need? Like, can I start? What, what is too much to start with? Can I start with what? They don't even know that answer. So that's many, many of the questions that we do get. It's around debt management is also one of the hot topics, but investing, when I look at the numbers is around 27%. Divorce questions are coming in, you know, in the upper 20s, general budgeting, and then credit card debt around that debt management is a big one. Yeah, that, that, I think that's a big one for <laughs> a lot of Americans. So I, is this through one-on-one -on -one counseling and how much of it is content on the website versus virtual or in-person events? I know you talked about that, the, the most recent event. And I'm curious how much of that content is delivered in conjunction maybe with other not-for-profits similar to say Dress for Success or some, uh, something like that. So we're putting together some new formulas and testing out some new pilot programs. What I'm seeing really work is there's so much content out there on the web to begin with but many of it is, is good information and it's great influencer information. But the key that makes and stands Savvy Ladies apart is that we work with certified financial planners. So we, worked with, we work with the professionals and we're delivering professional advice. And we're kind of helping that woman move through and understand her predicament. They're coming to us with certain personal financial questions that we're answering for them. And then we can deliver them and share with them. So you had questions on retirement. You might like to now attend our webinar on social security. So it's really back to marketing. It's building that website. It's segmenting your audience. It's categorizing, it's tagging. And that's what I'm beginning to do. So we can really build a robust learning platform because we are that different from everyone else we're small and mighty is because we have built it with professionals 
And that is what I is I feel is so important. And I know Stacy feels that same way. Like we're using our expertise and we're giving the it's the real deal. And so we're building memberships also. So the power also is we have this team of professionals. So the certified planners that are coming, I started hosting quarterly meetings to meet all of the volunteers, to thank the volunteers, appreciate the volunteers. Let's share stories with the volunteers. And guess what? The volunteers loved meeting each other. And it was such a great moment for me. I think I did this in April, right after I started. And I introduced them to Stacy. And no one wanted to get off the call. We just, it was a great conversation because it was networking with professionals and it was a, and it was from all across the country and it was really something special. So I promised to do it um, once a quarter again. So yeah, so we do have those different communities. We have our professional community, which is very robust, which is offering their expertise. And then we also have professionals who um, believe in the mission and want to be part of the organization because they believe um, that no woman should suffer without, and they should have financial knowledge at their fingertips. So Judy, if, you know, I am, I am very hopeful that through this podcast, we can find some more volunteers for Amazing. savvy ladies. We hope. Amazing. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. You know, if I'm a financial advisor listening and thinking, wow, this is an incredible organization, I probably don't have enough time to, to put toward it now. Maybe I'll reach out later. What, what do you say to those financial planners that are thinking about the time commitment and how they could work it into their already very busy schedules? I would say if you are interested to offer your services, absolutely reach out to us. We do have a volunteer form on the website that you could fill out. I do now have an onboarding program where we can share with you what we do, how we match people by expertise. So it'd be great to understand your expertise and your preferred area. And then we also ask you how many hours a month you would like to contribute and work with clients. So if it's one hour or two hours, we're not going to send you five clients. Typically a client is one hour. So if you can handle and help one client a month, that's amazing. As I said, we have many retirees also on the platform and they're able to offer a, a little bit more and it could ebb and flow as well. You could let us know. So we're building the platform. You know, we're, I'm working on Salesforce, which is a very robust operational platform for nonprofits. And we can put in the times that you're not available. So if you're going on vacation or you're away for the summer, we can put you on pause and then we could um, put you back into active mode when you're back and you're able to. So I would say if you have an interest level, don't hold off. Come meet us, share with us your expertise, and become a savvy volunteer, and we'll just manage your time accordingly. Great. I, I, you know, it, I think we could all find one hour per month. So I hope advisors listening will reach out and learn more. And if you have that one hour per month to share it, but I'd also like to understand a little bit more about how that matching with clients work. Are the, the women and advisors in the same geographic communities? And have you seen occasions where the women using Savvy Ladies have hired the planner with whom they've been matched? So what we're offering is pro bono services. So we're very clear about that. And each of the volunteers do understand that. Savvy Ladies also has the insurance that we cover everyone on the insurance. So I want to just put that out there as well, that we carry 
the insurance that is um, imperative to have to cover the organization and our professionals that volunteer with us. How we match is we're working on a little bit of an AI program as we speak within, um, within Salesforce. So we're doing it based on expertise of the intake form, asking the client of what her, we get her question that she's able to free, free write, but we're also asking her to pick the area. So is it around retirement? Is it home? So we probably have about 12 to 15 topics that we've identified. And in return, we're asking our volunteers to share with, share with us what they're most comfortable volunteering on. So you might have a bunch of areas of expertise, but only want to volunteer on one topic, and that's totally fine. And so if you say you only want to help with divorce questions and money, then we're only going to send you and match you with a divorce client. Based on timing, it's really, we let the volunteer and the client calendar their own time that's convenient for them to work together. And then we have some triggers to make sure the, the match is, is done and you've met. And we then ask you a couple survey questions at the end. So those are all sort of along the path of us optimizing our um, matching program that we're doing. But as I said, we're moving to the level of matching over 50 women and volunteers each month now. So we do need to be more robust and we're really excited. I am really excited to move in that direction and match more th through some AI automation, which I think will be really exciting so we could rapidly match and help women. Well, our time today is unfortunately drawing to a close. So Judy, as we do with all our guests, would you please leave our listeners with one or two actual ideas? And in the case of Savvy Ladies and all the good work you're doing, I hope you'll include information on how advisors can get involved to help grow this incredible program. Well, we wouldn't be Savvy Ladies without the advisors. <laughs> so the advisors are really, really critical. And I want you to know we really appreciate all the outreach and support that our advisors do give us, and we value your time. So please reach out to us. You can find us at SavvyLadies.org, and we do have a volunteer form. You can look at the helpline. There's other ways as well. If you want to write articles, the Savvy Ladies website is a robust website, so it's a great way to publish as well, and we can share links to your site. I know you asked the question, I'll end it with this. If a client wanted to work with you directly outside of their pro bono hours, we have seen that happen on occasion. So it's not that it doesn't happen at all, but it is over and above a conversation that you would have almost outside the walls of Savvy Ladies. So I think it's a great opportunity for the advisors to build their network, to give back pro bono and help others. Well, Judy, this has been so great and a real delight to have you on the podcast today. We look forward to speaking with you again soon to hear about your progress. So thank you. Thank you for having me. If you are an advisor and would like to know more about Savvy Ladies, just visit SavvyLadies.org. That's S-A-V-V-Y-L-A-D-I-E-S dot O-R-G. And the helpline is SavvyLadies.org forward slash free financial helpline. And these will both be in the show notes. If you like this podcast, you may also like the other Flex Shows podcast called Funds in Focus. Check it out today and you will find it wherever you get your podcasts. For myself and Laura Gregg, we want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us on today's episode of The Flexible Advisor.
Thank you for listening to the Flexible Advisor Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds or Northern Trust. All investments involve risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider the FlexShares investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. This and other information is in the prospectus and a summary prospectus, copies of which may be obtained by visiting www.flexshares.com. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. Foresight Fund Services, LLC Distributor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Although we attempt to keep the information complete and current, we do not warrant that the content herein is accurate, complete, or current. We make no commitment to update the content herein. It is your responsibility to verify any information before relying on it. The content of this podcast may include technical inaccuracies. We may make changes in the products and or services described herein at any time. We provide you this information with the understanding that we are not rendering accounting, legal, or tax advice. Please consult your legal or tax advisor concerning such matters.